Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three and author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. I'm also the lead teacher, blogger, and owner of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm so glad you're here. This is the podcast devoted to healthy family cooking with traditional methods like sourdough and old-fashioned pickling. These foods are easy, delicious, healing, and your family will love them. If you haven't already, be sure to grab my free gift for you. Five free traditional cooking videos from inside Traditional Cooking School that will introduce you to my favorite fundamental techniques of traditional cooking. To start watching today, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash watch. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Know Your Food with Wardy, episode 168. This episode comes complete with show notes. They will be released when this podcast is released at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 168. If you're joining me right now in a live audience, those show notes are not ready for you yet. So don't go there yet. Uh, I have a great topic to share with you. And right here, I have something to tell you about that. The person who's saying love your necklace, I'll explain that at the end. Um, so great topic today. And it was actually um, inspired by one of our members, traditional cooking school member, Kathy. She posted in our Facebook group um, that she'd been on vacation and she was having trouble uh, getting back into healthy eating. And the vacation derailed her and she was about to go on the road again and she was just really struggling. So then I thought, you know what? I feel for you, Kathy, and I want to help you and others Um, just put that in perspective and know how to proceed because it happens to so many people. So that's the topic of today's podcast. It's how to get back into healthy eating after vacation or after childbirth or after you name it, you know, a busy season, how to get back into healthy eating. And I have five tips for you today. First, I want to start with um, this question for all of you. And you guys that are here with me live can answer right now. If you're listening to this later, you can answer it at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 168. So the question is, do you fall off the wagon while on vacation? Nobody does, right? (laughs) I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, it happens. It's the way it is, right? So tell me in the comments right now, if you're with me on Periscope, do you fall off the wagon with healthy eating when you go on vacation? You can even tap the screen to give some hearts just to say, yeah, that happens to me. Ha ha, yes, it happens to me, says Melissa. We're getting some hearts flowing too. Yeah, it happens to all of us. Yes. Yes, yes, every time. Yes, even weekends. No, actually. Well, good for you. Oils are uh, king. Good for you. And then Amy says, I agree. Every time we go to Pancake Pantry in Gatlinburg. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. And then we've got Spring Spinner saying she's headed out for three weeks and hates to think what's going to happen. Well, if you have a couple days before you go, I have some tips for you, Spring Spinner. Uh, The other thing that comes up, which Susie Semp, if I'm reading that right, is saying that when you go on vacation, you're staying with others. Sometimes you're at the mercy of others who are fixing for you. And that happens. I mean, you want to be gracious and accepting hospitality. You don't always have control over your choices. So when you go on vacation, there's that that happens. You don't have control over your choices. 
Another thing that happens is you do have control, but you are so busy going here, 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 maybe didn't plan, you're extra tired, whatnot, and so you make poor choices that are in your control about where you're eating. Uh, anyway, so lots of different situations and maybe nuances of the two that I just mentioned. But yeah, you go on vacation, you fall off the wagon. The point of today's podcast, though, really is how do you get back on track? So how do you get back on track when you come back for vacation, from vacation? So I have five tips for you. Number one and number two, which I'll deal with separately, but they really have to do with your mindset. And I think it's so important even before you get back on track just to recognize some things. So number one is know that it's okay. Now I'm not saying it's okay, you know, if you had health issues that relapse. I'm not excusing any of that, but I'm just saying, you know, lay off the guilt trip, uh, give yourself a break. It happens. Like we said at the top of the podcast, nearly everyone except for the one commenter uh, falls off the wagon when they go on vacation. Um, we're all human. Exactly. It happens. And I love, uh, the promise that's in the Bible. His mercies are new every morning. Of course that applies to, you know, not necessarily food, but here's the principle we can use and we can apply it to food, which is it's the same with our food and our health that tomorrow is a new day. Or if you're familiar with trim healthy mama at all in trim healthy mama, you're eating your snacks or meals two and a half to three hours apart. So if you mess up on your breakfast, well, you have, you know, the snack coming up two and a half hours later to start fresh. So it's not just waiting till the next day. You're actually just waiting till the next meal to get back on track. So know that it's okay. Lay off the guilt trip. Let go of it. It is what it is. The vacation is over. You've fallen off um, the wagon for that. You can't change the past, but you can change the future. Okay. So that was number one. Number two taking all this a little bit further, let's put this in perspective. Um, what are the consequences of what has happened? So you went on vacation, you didn't have control of your food choices, or you did and you made bad choices. Maybe you ate 50% bad, 50% good. Maybe it was 80-20, whatever it was. Um, you're coming back from vacation and you're tired and burnt out, which um, um, Kathy said in her message. She's just tired and she can't even just overwhelmed, discouraged, and just the thought of getting on back, on back on track is overwhelming to her. So put this in perspective. Uh, instead of feeling guilty about um, being tired and not wanting to get back into your normal cooking routines, healthy cooking routines, recognize that you are experiencing the effects of malnourishment. You haven't been eating nutrient-dense nourishing foods. You're extra tired from the vacation, yes, but you're also got a little deprived, either water or nutrition. It's okay to admit this because if you can recognize it, if you can recognize how far you stepped back, which depends on the person and their health conditions, their overall health, but if you can recognize it, it, it helps you know where to go from here. So put this in perspective and recognize that, yeah, if you made poor choices or yeah, you didn't have control and you ate things you shouldn't have, you're, you're extra tired from vacation. You're probably dehydrated, possibly malnourished. You know, you've backtracked a little bit. Admit it so you know where to go from here. Also, admitting this helps you to know and recognize and put your whole heart, soul, and mind behind the fact that it's going to take some work to get you back on track. 
Uh, none of us like to be surprised with extra work, right? So do yourself a favor and just know going in that getting back on track is going to require some work. It's not going to be easy, but I'm going to give you some tips so it's not hard. Um, but just know going into it that, you know, you're gonna have to put forth some effort and nothing ever good was achieved without effort, right? I mean, work and effort and planning and intention are all involved in the successes we see in life whether it's our character or whether it's the things we do with our hands. So set your mind that you are pursuing getting back on track with healthy eating and prioritizing it when you return from vacation. Okay, so those are the two mindset things. One was just recognize that's the way it is and it's okay. And number two is to recognize that you got to get back on track and you know you may have backslid or whatever. It's going to take some work to get back there, but you're in, you're in for the journey. Now we're going to get practical, okay? So this is tip number three, and I call it triage. <laughs> so I may be even messing up the term because I'm not in the uh, I'm not in the medical field, but triage is where you have all these casualties, and the medical professionals, you know, the, the nurses and doctors and assistants and all that, are looking at all the damage and they're assessing, like how to um, effectively handle it the best. You know, what do we need to do just to get to a stable level where we can do more? So I'm calling this triage in your life when you return from vacation. Because remember, I said you're tired, you dehydrated, you probably didn't get as much nutrition. And so when you get home from vacation, um, you have to recover. You have to get back to semi-normal in order to get back to normal. That's called triage, vacation triage vacation, healthy eating triage. And so for me, this means three things. And by the way, I do this myself. Even if we've taken a vacation and been very good about what we eat, I'm still overtired and dehydrated because you're on the road, you don't drink as much because then you have to stop to go to the bathroom and you know, it just, you, you just don't take care of yourself as well as you should. I'm also an introvert. So being on vacation takes a lot out of me, especially if there's a lot of people involved. And it even takes a lot out of me, even if it's just my husband and I, because we're going somewhere new and it's unfamiliar and I'm a homebody. So vacation is tiring. So when you get home, you need to recover before you can get back to normal. So that's three things. Number one is to rest. You need to get your rest. Number two is you need to drink up and rehydrate. All your body's functions depend on hydration. Make sure you have enough water. And three is eat simple, nourishing meals. So the first two are fairly obvious. Sleep, take naps. <laughs> I've got a fellow homebody buddy. Good to see that, Amy. So sleep, take naps. Wake up in the morning, wake up from your naps, and have a big glass of water. And if you need to fill a half gallon with um, water, or I do a homemade lemonade where I do water and lemon juice sweetened with a little stevia, and I add a sea salt and minerals for um, electrolytes. Anyway, if you need to give yourself a quantity of it, like put it out, and I'm going to drink this by the end of the day so that you intentionally do it, you don't forget, drink up. Those are pretty obvious. The eat simple nourishing meals, I want to expound on that because what do I mean by this? I mean meals that are super easy to fix so they don't tax or overwhelm you or work against you getting your, um, your being restored in terms of rest, but they're really, really nourishing. So whatever um, 
nutrition you missed when you were on vacation, you're replenishing. So ideas, and these are simple, simple meals, and you probably could come up with five or 10 yourself. But these are the things that come to my mind. So eggs with sourdough toast. And I'm not talking about by, uh, making the sourdough toast. I'm talking about if you had it in the freezer or you got a nice sourdough bakery around where you can purchase it. So eggs and sourdough toast, add bacon or sausage. Um, greens from the store and you can lightly steam or saute them. Uh, salads. Salads are so nourishing and refreshing, crisp, especially summer vacations. I love to have a salad. I love to have a salad even when I've been working hard all day and we sit down to dinner. The salad is the best part after a day of exertion. Whole chickens. Put them in the crock pot, do them in the instant pot, and then you literally just have meat you can pull off. You don't even have to debone the whole thing in one sitting. Just put the whole chicken, bones and all, in the fridge and take off the meat when you need it to top a salad or put on a sandwich. To have alongside eggs. Uh, chicken soup is very easy if you've got broth in the freezer or if you're doing it the way I teach in traditional cooking school in our pressure cooking e-course, you can have instant pot. Go from a whole chicken to instant pot soup in a couple hours with very little hands-on time. Um, broth, bones in a crock pot, and you can be drinking cups of broth. Now, you be the judge of how much of this you want to do, but everything I'm telling you is very simple and easy. Uh, not that you're doing all of it, because you don't need to eat all of this in one day. You need a couple days of triage, and so you're turning to simple, nourishing meals. Uh, Grass-fed beef um, meals are so simple, because grass-fed beef is so easy to cook and in a flash it turns into hamburgers spaghetti tacos burritos chili whatever um, i do want to say when you're looking for these simple nourishing meals you don't even have to look very hard you get home and you're like what can we eat and it's the same kind of thing on a busy night when you're you've been gone all day and you need to, you come home and the whole family needs to eat. It's those foods that you always turn to that you can whip up in a flash. I'm not talking about box foods. I'm talking about the homemade things that you make when you don't have any time. Those are the kinds of things. Um, make sure that the ingredients are whole and nutrient dense. Use the wild caught and pastured meats. Make sure there's plenty of healthy fats like butter, coconut oil. Um, these fats and this protein is going to be the most restorative. Now you do need the carbs, but maybe you overate on carbs when you're on vacation. And so a little bit of a detox is necessary. So it's not bad to focus on healthy fats and meat and do actually low carb when you get back from vacation. They have the most nutrient dense, um, they are nutrient dense and restorative and satisfying and deeply nourishing. During this time that you're in triage, feel free to use healthy convenience items. Like remember the eggs and sourdough toast I mentioned? Well, you can be going to that bakery that does true sourdough bread if you're blessed enough to have that in your area. Uh, you can do store-bought yogurt. You can buy um, sauerkraut, old-fashioned sauerkraut, real pickles from the refrigerator section of your health food store. Bubby's is the, the brand that I see all over the place. Or you might have a local artisan brand. Um, Anyway, there's no problem with turning to those healthy convenience items. Um, canned wild salmon is another one that comes to mind. I mean, open a can of salmon and, you know, you can do organic uh, corn tortilla chips. So you know they're not genetically modified, but, you know, you dip the tortilla chips in the salmon and you have like some vegetables or a salad. It's really easy to whip up. You might even have some nice takeout places that do use seasonal green ingredients, that use pasture and wild-caught meats, real fats. So if you're blessed enough to live in an area like that, um, 
take advantage of it for this triage time. And if you're not up to going out, order, pick up and bring home. I'm just gonna say that you need to draw the line at fast food. You're probably detoxing from fast food flavors if you've eaten that on um, vacation. So that you know, don't do that for simple. You're either doing simple that you can make at home or you're relying on simple store-bought or um, like local eatery quality food. Notice in this triage, there's not a lot of soaking, sprouting or sourdough going on. We're focusing on basic whole foods that don't need traditional food prep methods. That's so you are not spending a lot of time in the kitchen. It's so you're nourishing yourself and then resting or reading, relaxing, restoring yourself. By the way, this is not a tip here. I could probably add it in number five. I'm gonna add it in number five. Let me just make a note so I remember. Um, okay, thanks. <laughs> Sometimes just things come to you, right? Okay, so that was triage. Number three is where you're resting, you're drinking, and you're doing simple nourishing meals. Very, very important. And you need to do that for as long as you need to do that. A day, two days, three days. Uh, now number four. Now here is where you ramp up to back to normal. I don't know what your cooking methods were before you went on vacation, but presumably if you're interested in this title, how to get back to healthy eating after vacation, it means you were somewhat healthy before. And of course, everybody's on a different place on that um, continuum. So I'm not expecting you to have been 100% a traditional cook or whatever. So you're gonna get back to normal here. So that means you're rested up, you're rehydrated, you're even nourished, you've restored some nutrition. So you should begin feeling better. And like Kathy said in her original post in our members group, she said she was so tired, she didn't even feel like getting back into the kitchen. She didn't even, it was just like overwhelming to her. Well, once you've done your triage and you caught up on rest, you've rehydrated, you've even nourished yourself, um, you start to feel better. You start to think about what do I wanna cook? Um, what do I want to make? You have more desire, you have more energy. So I'm going to say that that's what you do during this stage. You do the things, the cooking tasks that you, that fill you with excitement, desire, and energy that you feel like doing. So do those things, but do them slowly. Don't burn yourself out by doing too much. You want to introduce more tasks than cooking. Whatever you were doing before vacation, you're going to start doing those things again. Of course, you want to still rest. You still want to um, be hydrated. You can still have those simple meals too, but you can go back to making yogurt. Um, if you weren't doing broth, you can go back to doing broth. You can start making your ferments again. You can start doing your simple sourdough breads again. You can cook beans. Um, I definitely say that you, it, this even back to normal doesn't have to be like take over your life normal. I don't like to live that way. <laughs> so use your Instant Pot, use your Crock Pot. If you're a member of Traditional Cooking School, you probably already are seeing the amazing recipes that are coming out of our uh, pressure cooking e-course. So definitely rely on those as you get back into cooking. Um, and I don't know what else to say about that because I think when you, when you go through triage, you naturally feel that energy and desire to get back to normal and you just go back to the way it was before vacation. And the fifth tip, this one has to do with next time. Because if you um, find yourself in this position where you've been on vacation and you slid way more than you wanted to, well, there are things you can do before you go on vacation to make sure that not only your vacation goes better, 
but your um, recovery from vacation goes better. And that means, um, one, just planning for your vacation. If you're in charge of the food, take time beforehand to make some preparations to take things with you so that you're not backsliding so much. Research ahead of time restaurants and venues that are where you're going so that you can have better choices. Uh, take a, an extra cooler if you're going to be uh, living out of a cooler and you need to hit up a grocery store. So certain things that you can do there. I have an Ask Wardy on how do you eat real foods while traveling. So go to askwardy.tv and you can look for that episode. I could probably look it up really quick. Um, how do you eat real food while traveling? It's Ask Wardy episode 28. I had an actual example of me, but I also talked through some examples that you could use. So that's one thing with um, planning ahead is next time, try to make your vacation better in terms of healthy eating so that you're not backsliding. But the other thing you can plan ahead for is the return from vacation. See, vacation is kind of like having a baby. <laughs> you don't return to normal for a while. So just like new mamas, like do that nesting and that cleanup, and they also make freezer meals and put them in the freezer because they know that right after the baby, they're going to be so tied up with the baby and the recovery that they're not going to be doing their usual tasks. Well, vacation is like that. You come back from vacation, you're not back to your regular tasks right away. So do some things like an upcoming new mama does. Uh, batch cook for the freezer. Make sure your house is clean. So then when you return from your vacation, you have things you've put up in the freezer or that you've canned or dehydrated or fermented. You have a clean house. So you're not like coming home and like, oh no, the house is dirty. Now I have to clean it. Um, I'm getting a good analogy. Glad you enjoyed that. Yeah. So be like a new mama and just what a new mama does when she knows she's going to have a new baby, a new baby, you do it for your vacation. Um, I think I already said the clean house. Okay, then the thing I wanted to add to this tip that came to me a little bit ago. So planning ahead involves, you know, doing better next time you go on vacation with what you're eating. It involves um, the, when you come home, have things in the freezer, things prepped ahead of time. Have your clean house so you're not dealing with that when you're resting up. But the third thing is, when you plan your vacation, uh, don't plan to go on vacation and the right next day go back to work or back to normal. Give yourself a buffer. So come back from vacation and have a day or two when you're just at home and nothing is planned. Of course, you're hearing this from an introvert because it's like, I wouldn't do vacation any other way. And I know maybe extroverts don't have that need. I don't really know. But I just know that I recognize I'm come, I, I recognize for myself that I probably have a bias in this. Um, but I still think it could benefit nearly everybody. Even an extrovert who has a buffer could fill those days with the things that they enjoy, like an extra river trip or going out to a movie. You know, just don't go right back to work. Now, I know as moms, we have families. It's not like we can just shut our family off and say, no, I'm still on vacation. Um, I'm just talking about planning the family schedule with those simple nourishing meals. You know, we're not going to do very much these couple days, everybody. So don't expect me to be driving you around and whatnot. We're taking a vacation and then we're going to have a little mini vacation right after that to recover from our vacation before we get back into full swing. This planning step, I think, could make or break how you do vacation and how you return from vacation. So that was it. Um, five tips. Know that it's okay if you backslide on vacation. Number two, put it in perspective that yes, you backslid and it's going to take some work coming back. Number three was triage. So do the rest, 
the drinking and the simple, 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 simple nourishing meals to get you restored to health. Four is get back to normal once you start feeling that energy and your health being restored. So you start feeling that itch to cook again. Listen to that. That's when you get back to it. And five is plan ahead for next time. Plan your vacation meals better. Um, plan your return better so that you have foods put up and your house is clean. And three, add that buffer of time after vacation where the family is just really low key. If you guys have anything to add, I encourage you to visit the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 168. Of course, that is when this is released as a podcast. If you're joining me live right now, that link is not available. Before we close here, I want to tell you about two things. Um, One is, if you haven't yet grabbed my uh, free video series at Traditional Cooking School where I go through the fundamentals of traditional cooking, please do. You're invited to grab those. You'll get five videos from inside Traditional Cooking School. It's completely free, no obligation. They're my favorite things, some soaking, some sprouting, some easy skillet meals, which the skillet meals could really come in handy here on uh, triage and just simple meals when you're recovering. So that's at tradcookschool.com slash watch. And the second thing I had this question come up about, I like your necklace. Thank you for noticing. This is new to me. I showed it to you all yesterday on Periscope and Facebook Live, but it's a diffusing necklace and it comes from Diffusing Mamas, um, tradcookschool.com slash diffusing mamas to check it out. It opens up and you can drop um, essential oils. There's pads inside and they're removable and cleanable by the way. And this is all stainless steel. And I have, I get irritation on my neck from some necklaces and I don't get any irritation from this at all. So I'm relieved. It's also adjustable. Anyway, wanted to tell you that. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining me. God bless you. And may your next vacation uh, be more restorative. But even if it's not, that's okay, because here were five steps to both triage and get back to normal afterward. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you'll come back again. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode and get links and more resources about today's topic. Just visit knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash, and then without a space, type the number of this episode. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com slash watch to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. It's a gift. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested will find this podcast too. Thank you so much and God bless you.